Welcome back, everybody. John Pax Podcast 21. Podcast can now legally drink in the US. <laughs> yes, the podcast we're going to learn all about jumping higher. Um, before we jump into it, if you guys are looking for training, looking for coaching, looking for guaranteed results, send us a message on Instagram, send us a message podcast so you know from the podcast. Um, but without further ado, today's topic is going to be all about um, how to essentially jump higher and manage your training load through a basketball season or when you're playing a lot of basketball, mm. right? Or how to train properly through those periods, right? Because obviously we both know the best time to improve your vertical and get athletic is in the off-season. Ideally. 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 Right? It's still, it's still possible to see improvements in the, um, like, in-season. Of but course. It's course. like, it's not your priority and it shouldn't be your priority. Like, sure, if you can do it, yeah, awesome. Right? Yeah. But it's just about getting yeah. through the season, maintaining what you've built in the off-season. Yeah. And just staying healthy so then you can actually play. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think that, especially if you're like a beginner, in terms of, you know, jumping high and all that kind of stuff, you can easily improve in-season. Like, there's no reason you won't. Like, oh, yeah, because if you're a beginner, much. you know, the, yeah. jo- the joke is you can walk past the gym, yeah, drink a protein, protein shake, and jump higher. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah. it doesn't really matter how much basketball you're playing. Like, I didn't even argue, like, training doesn't even have to be, like, that great. Like, yeah, as long as you're getting like stronger in some kind of aspect, you probably jump higher. If you're mm. like super new, but for I sure, like most people come into the category of uh, you know they're not you know super new to jumping and all that. They're like a little bit more advanced, but they play basketball. Mm. I feel like that's a majority of people that are online and who are interested in vertical jump training. Most of them play basketball. Exactly. Most of them have done something in the past to jump higher, but they're kind of at that point where it's like, exactly. how do I actually get any better now? Exactly. So, yeah, yeah we got a little list here of, like, points we're going to go through. And, yeah, we're just going to discuss them bit by bit and how you can apply them to your to your own training. Yeah, so the first point is focus on intensity, not volume, all right? So mm-hmm. I know some of you guys are probably listening, like, what is the difference between intensity and volume? You don't really know what those terms mean, right? It might seem pretty obvious to us, but to some people it's not. So intensity is, like, the loads you're lifting yes for the most part yeah right or if you're doing like a faster movement how um how fast you're moving the weight yeah how fast you're moving the weight weight. yeah and how much force is going through your body all that sort of stuff and volume is more like total workload you're doing over a course how many sets and reps stuff you're doing in a session and over the week and in a period of time right so you want to focus on essentially another way to put it is quality not quantity, mm. right? And the reason being is because of basketball and the nature of basketball, that's already a lot of volume and load going through your body, right? So you don't have, you only can recover from so much in a week. Yeah. Right? So that's where you want to focus on quality over quantity in your, like, gym sessions, in your weight training sessions. Yeah. Right? So then you can get the adaptations and stimulus and results you yeah. want from your training without overdoing it. Yeah. I, for, I reckon a good way to like show the contrast would be like basketball game, just like a regular basketball game, that'd be like the example for volume. I mean, not, uh, yeah, volume. And then intensity would be like a dunk session. Hmm. Um, because obviously dunk session, you're not, you know, you're not doing jumps back to back to back without any rest. It's like you do a dunk, 
you rest for like what, one one minute, one and a half minutes. Yeah. You go again. And yeah. like max intent. Whereas basketball, you know, you might be jogging a little bit. You know, you might do a sub maximum jump to get a rebound well, or some shit. Is that even a better way to put it? Right? Like, what we mean by intensity and volume, right? So, like, say, it's like volume, an example of volume would be like doing 50 layups, right? Because on layups, you're not jumping maximally, but you're still jumping. Yeah. Right? And that, you're doing that 50 times, right? Whereas intensity would be like going up, trying to dunk it, jumping maximally, but only jumping like 10 times. Yeah. You're going to get a way better stimulus in terms of jumping higher doing only those 10 jumps, but trying to do them maximally yeah. than doing like 50 layups. Yeah. That kind of is relating to one of our points about the pliers. Yeah. Now, when you were doing pliers, they can be put into two categories generally, like intensive and extensive pliers. And if you're playing basketball, you're doing lots of extensive pliers. Mm-hmm. So you're running, and the running is not always like full velocity either. You know, a lot of the time you're jogging, uh, that kind of stuff, doing layups. That's like a low level player because like you said, you're not doing mm-hmm. a max jump. Mm-hmm. But it's probably like medium level to be honest. What a layup? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like a medium. It's yeah. not as like it's not like a jog or anything. So obviously you're getting a lot of those extensive things. Now, the big thing about this is you need to focus on stuff that you're not getting. Because there's no reason to just point like we said in the other podcast, yeah. putting water into the fucking ocean. Like yeah. you're not you're not really getting much out of it. Yeah, so most basketball players they're not getting those like max of ten jumps. Right? As often as they should. As often as, as they should, yes. right? So that's where the players that would be focused more on max intent, mm-hmm. trying to jump as high as you can or run as fast as you can, right? Yeah. In saying that, it depends on your play style too. If you're like jump around, you don't really need to do any of that, to be honest, because you're already getting that in game because you try to dunk it on every fucking <laughs> possession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it depends. If you're like one of those guys that is dunking in game, right, and he's getting those reps in already in game, then yeah, I wouldn't say there's as much of a place for that because you're already getting that. There's still a place though because they're still getting their extensive pliers in the game. But yeah. if you're like someone who can't dunk, there's no way you're going for max jumps in game. Yeah. Other than maybe a rebound yeah. here and there. But even then, it's you're not, probably not even having a chance to get a rebound because you're not high enough. It's rare, yeah. yeah you're not going to go for it. But I played competitive basketball for like years, right? And I barely ever max jump, like truly maxed a jump. Yeah. Just from memory. Even just like grabbing rebounds and stuff, they weren't like true, like, I'm trying as hard as I can. I was only jumping as high as I needed to to get the ball. Yeah. It's probably like a drop step at max. Yeah. You didn't have like a full approach into that no. shit. Like, yeah, it wasn't a, a max, max jump with a, you know, a full speed approach, yeah. long penultimate, you know, it was kind of just one, two, even fast jump. Yeah, even the layups and stuff too, right? Yeah. And that goes to strength work too, right? You don't want to be doing six sets of ten on your squats. That's way too fucking much and unnecessary, right? Not a bodybuilder. Say yeah, say you have a fucked game of basketball, you're just sore as fuck. You might only do like two sets of like six or something like that, right? Or it's like three sets of six mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Because that's going to be enough to get to maintain your strength, right? Even build a little bit of strength. Say, yeah, even that you can still get strength. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, and it's not going to mess you up, right? No your trainings and basketball. Yeah, especially yeah. If you're in season, then yeah. If you're doing more than like four sets for like a main exercise, you could be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Even then, yeah, it, it depends. Like if you're playing low minutes, you're a bench warmer, then yeah, you, you might as well get your bounce up. You know, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of one of the other points. Is so say you play like state or national level basketball. 
it's very easy to overdo it because it's almost like every time you go up a level in basketball, you still got to play all the levels below you. So domestic, so we call it domestic. I don't know what everyone else calls it. Just like rec, rec, rec league, league, rec yeah. league, whatever. So say you play rec league and you get really good and you get selected for like a state team. So you got to play your state team, do your state training, do your rec league, rec training. And then say you get picked on like a national team, you got to do your national game, your national training, state league, state training. Like see what I mean? Like it just kind of like builds up over time. And our, our kind of like stance on this is, should you really be playing like, if you're already at those high levels, should you even be bothering playing, I guess, the shitter leagues? Because you're just putting load on your body for nothing, really. And it's almost like bad practice, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't see NBA players going, going and playing D-League. Depends. You, just, you don't see like... <laughs> no, 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 no. When they're, when they're in the NBA. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. We'll yeah, in the NBA season, yeah. right? Because yeah. extra load for no reason. It's shit of practice. It's like NBA and it's also like the other thing we're doing that as well is in those lower leagues you can get away with more so you start to build form and build bad habits and then you get exposed in the yeah yeah maybe you get a bit lazy on a layup you're like what the mm. fuck oh, I didn't get blocked then I'm yeah. doing that because it's the easier way and you, you, start to, you start to play to that level and just yeah. naturally over time right yeah so that's something I found when I was playing basketball when I would play people that are bad you're like oh you know I can kind of suck off you know and then you start building bad habits and then you know, it's just, it's just not a good thing. This kind of just relates to like life itself and like surrounding yourself with people you want to be like or, you know, strive to be like. Mm. Always try and play in a league where you're getting pushed. Don't play in a league where you're dropping like 50 points a night. Like you might, you know, you might be stroking your ego and all that. It might feel great. Unless you're Damian Lillard, bro. You can't really go on any NBA, yeah. Yeah, just playing like fucking aliens or some shit. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, play somewhere where you can actually like push yourself. Space Jam type stuff. Yeah, play some aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're not, yeah. If you're not Damien Lillard, which you're probably not. Yeah. Why are you calling me? Who's calling you? Random number. Yeah. It's very good. It's actually like. Similar to my number, I think like a few digits different. Really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Anyways. back to our point. We've said, basically, don't play in crap competitions if you can avoid it. Obviously, there's some situations where, like, by contract, you have to play in one league below you. Just because, you know, there was like, all those weird rules. What walk you had to play the match? Yeah. If you have to, then, yeah, obviously, I can't really say don't do it. Yeah. You have to, but... And then, and then, even then, I would try to get, like, a massive team, so then you just, like, play low minutes. Yeah, have like, like 10 players, team, bro. Like team of 10? Team of 10. You cycle through every five minutes. So then it's yeah. like you play 40 minute domestic games, but you're only playing like fucking 10. 10 minutes, yeah. Because the clock's like continuous as well. Yeah. So it's not like it's stopped or anything. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, who cares if you score 50 in a domestic game? No one cares. But if you score 50 in a wobble game, or a state game, or an NBL 1 game, then fuck yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Um, I Isometrics, yes. Isos are very important. Well, we'll define the isometrics for people who are new here or don't really know what they are. Mm-hmm. So, by yeah, in just you know general physiology terms, the isometrics is just holding a position for a certain amount of time so the muscles not lengthening or shortening. Yeah. And we use those in our training, and we suggest that people who play bar or just anyone who does like kind of elastic activity should do them because they actually have a pain relieving effect. So, for example, uh, if you're on the video podcast, this is an example of an isometric. I'm pushing my shin outwards that way, and I'm pulling it back with my hand. Yeah, you're using your quad 
recep or thigh muscle to resist that pulling in. You should feel it in your knee, hold up uh, for 45 seconds and you should get a pain relieving effect. So mm -hmm. our point is add these into your training, especially if you're playing a high level basketball, because I feel like for a lot of people, especially over the ages like 15, 16, knee pain is a pretty big yeah. issue I see. Yeah. One of the main reasons uh, people can't train in season is because they're barely surviving just playing games. Yeah. And that's where the isometrics have a lot of value. And even just heavier isometrics have a lot of value too. But mm. I remember reading somewhere that there was a study, like over the course of a season. Yeah. Um, I think it actually might have been from Daniel Bark, Jump Science. So like shout out to him. I think it was one of his posts. I remember seeing yeah. on one of his posts that throughout the course of the season, a player didn't cut his load at all, didn't load manage at all, was just performing heavy isometrics like two to three times a week. How heavy is heavy? Oh, like heavy, like like shorter bursts, not like 30 to 45 seconds, like, like 10, 20, yeah, okay. sub 30 seconds even sometimes, right? And over the course of a season, right, his pain and tendons got healthier. Yeah. So there's a lot of value in doing heavier isometrics as well. So alongside your like daily isometrics. That's actually yeah, that's actually really interesting. Yeah. It is very it is very interesting. But so you say he didn't deload or manage his load. Yeah. Sounds like hack. Yeah, but also also like another very interesting thing as well, something I've learned with Achilles, right? So you're getting Achilles problems throughout the course of the season. Mm. You can actually load manage without load managing. Now, let me actually explain that, right? So it's through the use of improving your biomechanics, right? So, oh, okay. Right? Okay, okay. So you're, cutting, you're reducing the load on your Achilles by improving the mobility of your foot, right? Because if your mm. foot is stiff and not functioning properly, it's going to be overloading your Achilles. But if you actually uh, teach your foot to function properly and teach your heel bone to move properly and actually have some sort of mobility through your heel bone, yeah. then you're not going to compensate as much through your Achilles. In turn, reducing the load on your Achilles which in turn will improve your pain level. Yeah. Didn't, don't you have something similar to that where you have to pull the bone? No, 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 it's like a weird foot movement. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll show you. Okay, I'll show you okay. after this podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> or if you guys, you know, if you don't care about looking funky, just run with straight legs. Just always keep your legs locked out and you won't load your knee. But He's joking, guys. Yeah. Do not fucking do that. <laughs> do not fucking do I that. I feel like if you had to say mm. that you're joking and you go and do that, yeah. I mean... Yeah. That's your own fault. You used, to, you used to the Austin Young there where you just sounded dead serious and I feel like some people wouldn't be able to tell you're joking. Yeah, well, I just learned from you. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if people don't know, Austin's like renowned for saying something like stupid as fuck, but then he'll have like a dead serious face and people are like, is this guy actually just dumb? Like, I remember <laughs> when I first met you, you'd say some like outrageous thing about training, I'm like, does he actually think this is true? But then I feel like realized over time that bro was actually just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit no it's pretty funny fucking with people in that way but yeah anyways the next point is um, general strength yeah so you're not going to be able to tolerate too much like speed plyo work right because you're already getting a fuck ton of that through basketball because basketball is fast quick plyometric movements for the most part right yeah change of direction oh, around the jumping man. yeah so you want to focus more on the things you're not getting like mm -hmm. general fucking strength work like just, weakness just getting squat, uh, getting stronger in a squat, you know, getting stronger in hinges, hamstrings stronger, glutes stronger, calves stronger, just generally getting stronger. Yeah. Just really simple stuff. Bro. Maintaining that strength. Is it, even, yeah, it's actually so crazy, like, I'd, I'd, I'd argue, like, if you had 100 basketball players, and none of them had done any strength conditioning, and they're playing basketball two times a week, 
If you just get their back squat stronger, I reckon 99% of them would jump higher. Without a doubt. Like, it's actually so easy to jump higher if you've done nothing before. And you yeah. play basketball. Yeah. You just have to be willing to, like, you know, make sure everything's going okay. Like, make sure you're still squatting, like, with good form. <clears throat> and overloading it in the right way. But if you get stronger, it's such an easy way to jump higher. Like, imagine if you had that, like, oh, if Austin just squats six times a week, he'll jump higher. Like, no, but, like, I muscle. would fucking, bro, I would fucking argue, even if you're not a beginner, bro, your squat... Front squat is you're getting stronger, right? Yeah, and, and, even, and you're still jumping higher. Yeah. And your front squatting how much? What's your max? One seventy. One seventy. Yeah. Oh, uh, and people would be like, "Oh, there's diminishing returns of strength work." Like, bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck. Shut the and fuck even, up. There's diminishing returns of everything. But you don't even know when it is. Huh? Everyone's diminishing. You don't know when it is. So just yeah. keep being stronger, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of not trying? Like, oh, I, I reached. 2.659 times my body weight. But I even then, yeah. even then, if you periodize training properly, you can avoid the diminishing returns of strength work for like fucking, like years. years. Yeah. Years, like five years, ten, even 10 years on track, you can avoid it. Yeah, it's going to slow down a fuck ton, but you, yeah, yeah, if you periodize shit properly. But um, actually, I did want to mention something about general strength and like getting your lift in. I reckon, and this is my opinion, if you're playing a lot of basketball, the best time to get your lift in is if you go to game at night, do it after, because you'll be warm. And That's what NBA players do. Yeah. They train right after the game. You do it the day after, and then, the, if you, yeah, say, say it's a Monday, you have a basketball game at night, you have your game, you go to bed, you do the training the next morning, you're fucked for the rest of the day. Well, not fucked, but you're just a bit fatigued for the rest of the day. Um, and then you got to recover for the next day. Whereas if you get it in on the night of the game, You've got the next day to recover, and then come Wednesday, you'd be fine. Whereas if you did it on Tuesday, you wouldn't be fine Wednesday, if that makes sense. You know, that's another topic, right? So this yeah. is something I learned off Corey, how do you even say his last name? Schlesinger? Schlesinger? Well, Schlesinger, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. butchering his last Sorry, name. Man. But he's the head SNC coach of, or he was of the Suns, I think he still is. Like Phoenix Suns? Yeah, Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I think he still is of the Suns. Yeah, I think he still is. But something he talked about is just keeping the high days high and the low days low. Yeah. So, for example, if you've got a game day, if you can train around after your game, perfect. Yeah. Keep that the high day, the high loading day, and then the next day completely off, just recovery. Yeah. Right? Instead of having your game day, high day, then the next day, training, high day. You know what I mean? Well, like a few, like, medium to high days, medium to high day. Yeah. That way you're going to burn up. And um, yeah. get fucked up more quick. So that's a very valuable thing as well. And that's a big thing I learned of him. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's that's facts. And that's, yeah. good, that's a good way to go about it if you can. But the problem is in Australia, most of the time your fucking games are at night, bro. You know? And it's like the NBA though. Huh? It's all the NBA games. Yeah, okay, alright. So, uh, just, get, just get fucking dumb, bro. I don't care. <laughs> it's 12 p.m. at night. Yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> fuck, you don't need to sleep. Just okay, sleep. this relates to the next point, the auto-regulation. <laughs> there are some times where you actually do yeah. just need to go to sleep because... You know, a lot of you guys are teenagers, sleep is, like, important as... I mean, even if you're not a teenager, it's very important. Mm. So, yeah, if you have a game at 11, and you've got a class the next day at 7 in the morning, go to bed. Mm. Because at that... When it comes to that point, you've got to auto-regulate and be like, okay, this, you know, sleep's going to be the more important thing to do right here. Mm. But, you know, you have a 5 p.m. game, 6 p.m. game, goes to 7, do your lift 7 to 8, Go to bed at nine. Mm-hmm. Get your food in. Lovely jubbly. Mm-hmm. Good to go in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
and then they get what we were just saying before you can have your high day you can have your low day yeah have a whole day to recovery yes yeah. that's, that's nice and you're gonna have to auto regulate a lot throughout the season right you might play super high minutes one game yep and then be fucked and then you'll have to like lower your volume and everything heaps sweet session the next day and then the next time you might just be playing like fuck all minutes and then you can push yourself right so that's where your training is going to be constantly yeah. changing and you want to take you want to take advantage of the opportunities you do have right so, so those scenarios where you know you're not going to be training or playing for the next two three days fuck bite. yeah or could be a buyer that's where you want to have a fucking hard session yeah in the gym that's you know yeah i mean and not to plug our own fucking brand here but like that's what we do we communicate with our athletes not all of them are basketball players but we do have basketball player athletes and they can tell us like yo i've got this whole week off you know for whatever reason maybe it's a buy maybe mm. the basketball carnival got cancelled whatever mm. uh, and they have a whole week of training we're like okay well congratulations it's now a high week for you mm. and then you know they'll have the weekend to rest and then they go into their regular schedule the next week mm-hmm. and we can edit their training day by day mm-hmm. on things that can happen and mm-hmm. Basketball is just really unpredictable in itself. Like, mm-hmm. say you smash a team, by half time you're up by 20 points, 30 points. You'll probably pull off the starters. If you're a starter, you're going to lose your minutes. It's a good thing because you won. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, you haven't got that full stimuli, that full fatigue from the game. So that's mm-hmm. the kind of situation where you go and mm-hmm. smash yourself in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, I think we touched on most of the points. I guess I think, the, so, yeah. I think the obvious one is just recovery too. You know, eating, sleeping, properly, all that sort of stuff. We won't jump into that in detail. Well, we got podcasts on it. Yeah, we got point. podcasts. But on we're it. at the point where we can be like, refer to our other podcasts. Yeah, refer to the yeah. other podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's kind of sick, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, obviously, all that obvious stuff, recovery, very important um, as well. Um, but that's just yeah. I think we're giving you guys a lot of nuggets today. Um, so yeah, we'll end things off there, I guess. You should tell um, them your nugget that you were telling Hayden before. Uh, Hamza one? Was that? A- <laughs> uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, what was it again? It was kind of like I wonder what it really was. Yeah. Okay. So um, you guys, you got to learn to you got to learn to delay gratification. Right? You got to learn to essentially not go for the easy option all the time. Right, because every time you don't delay the gratification, go for the easy option. Right, you're stealing happiness from your future self. Right, you're stealing success from your future self. You're stealing that sense of fulfillment from your future self. Right, mm. and that was just a big thing I learned off this guy called Hamza, who's a big YouTuber in terms of self improvement and stuff. Right, and <laughs> and that that really stuck with me. So. Um, there you go that's another nugget for you guys so yeah uh, saying that don't go like full fucking psycho and be like okay I can never do anything that makes me happy you know what I mean like oh I can't I can't play basketball because it makes me happy I don't want to gratify myself or like take it to extreme you know what I mean yeah yeah but yeah take it as it is for example for example for that Easy way out is you play your basketball game, 5pm, your mates are all going out for drinks, but you have a session planned. What do you do? Oh, fuck the drinks. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe they don't that's easy. That's an easy choice yeah. for me, though. Yes, but I'm just for, you know, applying that as an example. Yeah. 
uh, and maybe two years down the line, like you might not see it in that point, you'd be like, oh, you know, one, one set of drinks won't matter, whatever. Two years down the line, if you keep that habit coming consistently every day or every week when your game happens, they're going for drinks, you're out training, you'll eventually find that the separation between each group is getting bigger and bigger over time, so... Mm-hmm. Do you want to the longer the longer you can delay the gratification, the bigger the reward. Yeah, exactly. In the long run. Yeah. So, um, anyways, all right, we'll leave that one there, guys. So, um, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, I'm not even sure what you do on Spotify. Leave it a good rating, subscribe yeah. on YouTube, like, leave comment. a comment on what you guys think, and yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out. Bye.